Welcome to the Peeling the Onion podcast. I'm so excited today to have my friend and fellow um, health wizard. Well, I guess wizards are men, but wizard best. We can be but, wizards. Uh, wizards. Um, Michelle Yoda. Some of you may or may not be familiar with her work. She is an amazing health coach and practitioner. She's got an amazing health coaching community where she's supporting people called She's Got Power. I'm going to let her talk more about that today. And we're excited to have her on. Nancy is out today. She's away working on some other side projects. So it'll just be me and Michelle, but um, we're going to be talking about your thyroids and well, thyroid, I should say, because um, we don't have many thyroids, but your thyroid and what does it do? What does it look like? How do we support it, especially during uh, last year, year and a half um, and all other fun things. Welcome to Peeling the Onion podcast with Cheryl Passwater and Nancy Campbell. Join us in a range of experts as we explore the layers of physical, mental, and spiritual health and talk through ideas for how we can support your wellness journey. Let's jump in and peel the onion. Thank you, Michelle, so much for being here. Thanks, Cheryl. I'm excited to have this conversation with you, especially as we were just chatting before you hit record, especially as we're going into this re-entry phase, post-pandemic world. I think it's relevant to be talking about the thyroids. <laughs> <laughs> thyroids. <laughs> um, well, I, you know, first off, you know, for our listeners, um, you know, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about um, what you do. You know, I became familiar with your work um, probably five, six, seven years ago. Um, you know, through the health coaching community, um, after I, um, you know, took um, a bunch of classes with Andrea Beeman and did her new healers program. Um, and I know you guys are pals and had a podcast for a while and things. So tell us more about She's Got Power and all your magic. Cause there's so much of it. Sure. Yeah. Well, I know we're talking about thyroid today. It's funny. I, I kind of stumbled into working with women with their thyroids. It's not what I set out to do or had any intention of really getting into. But what I've always done in my health coaching practice, which I've been yikes doing for 12 years now, is uh, I work with women who are, you know, like myself, a little bit high strung, a little bit type A, and tend to get ourselves into situations where we're entering real burnout mode. And, you know, that's been going on for years and years and years pre-pandemic. Now enter coronavirus and I feel like it hit all new heights. So there, there's a constellation of symptoms that tend to emerge and health problems that tend to emerge for women like this. So uh, the more I worked with women in this capacity, and most women come to me, they want to lose weight because that's the world we live in. Uh, we can talk more about that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's the low energy, it's the weight, it's the brain fog. And holy mackerel, guess what? A lot of those are symptoms of low thyroid function. And oh, my goodness. Hey, wow, look at that. All my clients tend to have a thyroid problem going on, like 95% of them. So through the years, I'm like, okay, this is a thing. Like this is, talk about what's a pandemic, an epidemic, a, you know, like, thyroid stuff among women in this country is insane. So that that's how I, I kind of came into this. And it's just based on my own trajectory of, you know, being a person who pushes a little bit too hard or a lot too hard and, you know, find myself in a lot of the same situations. So um, anyway, I, I've been doing this work for a long time. And my, uh, my podcast, She's Got Power is 
you know, it's about health. It's about nutrition. Yes. But I like to talk about it in broader terms and even sometimes political terms. Like why are women put into these positions where we have to play every single role and pick up the pieces and do the invisible labor and, oh yeah, and then find ourselves with these types of health conditions? Absolutely. I think also, you know, what's always sort of amazing to me is how often um, these things get like undiagnosed, not seen, not noticed. I know, um, you know, on my own thyroid uh, journey, um, you know, I had all the symptoms of thyroid and kept getting tested and being told, oh, you're, you're fine. Everything's okay. Yet my hair was falling out and my skin was dry and cracked and it felt like somebody had put socks in my head and, you know, like all these different things. And, um, you know, luckily, you know, through different sort of routes and natural healing along with our things, like I luckily was working with a practitioner and one day he was just like, listen to me. <laughs> and he was like, you know, I think we need to put you on a low dose of thyroid meds. Let's try it and see if you notice your symptoms. And nobody had checked my antibodies Nobody had looked at my T3, my T4, just my TSH. And, um, and I remember within like three weeks, it was like this uprising of like, wow, like, holy cow, what, like, what's going on? And then further on my healing journey, you know, like waking up one day and it felt like somebody had pulled all the socks out of my head. What a great feeling that must have been. Wow. I mean, these are low standards, low standards. I just want to feel like there's not socks in my head, you know? Meanwhile, imagine, imagine if you were living at full, 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 full potential, you know, and and most women are just right there. I just want to feel like I don't have socks in my head. That's amazing. And you don't know you feel better until you've taken the socks out. Right. And then also around going, is this how other people feel? <laughs> like, wow, you know, like this sort of, um, you know, mind blowing thing. And then there's, you know, the factors of things like autoimmune thyroid disease, you know, that's Hashimoto's or, you know, Graves and, you know, all these other sort of components. And so, um, and that's just like a whole other level of, you know, cause we're bringing in autoimmunity also. Your story is so common, so incredibly common from like the symptoms that nobody's paying attention to. I I heard you when you said, and he finally listened. He actually listened to me. And I think that is the missing piece when we go to our doctors, you know, they're trained in certain things and they're very good at it, but they're not trained in listening. And that is the difference between working with a coach who you might speak to for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, even night. Sometimes I have 90 minute sessions and at a doctor's office, you're in there and you're, you're in and out seven minutes, 10 minutes, you know, that's it. And it's all, you know, follow the money. That's why it all goes back to the insurance model and the problems with that. But that's a very common story. Um, and I ha- actually, I have a resource we can, I can, you know, talk about it later or whatever, but that helps women know what to say to their doctor, what issues to bring up, what lab tests to ask for so that in those seven to 10 minutes, you can have a much more productive visit if you have a doctor willing to at all listen to you. Absolutely. I love that. We'll put that in the show notes, maybe um, link it later on. Um, I think it's really important. I mean, you know, I think something I learned on my own journey is you have to be your own advocate. And I think we we don't necessarily know how to do that. You know, like, you know, when I started my healing journey, I didn't know how to do that. It was like, I was kind of lost in the sauce, floating around doctors and like knowing something was really um, kind of off and wrong, but also just kind of being pushed drugs, 
um, and, you know, kind of pharmaceuticals. And it's like, and those things have their, um, their place, right? Um, they can be triage, they can be life-saving at times, um, but not really getting to any root cause of what was actually, um, you know, going on. Yeah. And again, this, this is just the problem with medicine, right? It's fascinating to me because worldwide people look to the United States and think, boy, like they have the best hospitals and the best doctors and the best research. And yet we are missing gigantic components of health and healing. And it's, it's just astounding to me that in the year 2021, this is where we're at. I, I feel like it hasn't even improved very much in the years that I've, you know, gone through my own healing journey. It's the same situation. This must have been almost 20 years ago now where I started having health problems. And it's the same story, going to the doctor and being told, you're fine. That's the refrain so many women have heard. And I can't agree with you more. You have to be your own advocate, which is hard when you don't know what you don't know. All you know is something doesn't feel right. So I just want all listeners to know that it doesn't matter what degrees you have or what you studied or even what you have Googled. You just inherently already are the expert in your own body. Absolutely nobody else can possibly be that. So if you feel like something is off, something is off and you don't need that validated by anybody outside of yourself. Right. Well, I think too, it's like be an informed consumer of your body and, you know, of health and wellness. And it's like, wellness is vitality, right? That we should feel, you know, vibrant and joyful and full and, you know, like sustained and nourished. And, you know, it's, you know, this sort of bigger thing. And it's like, well, ask yourself, you know, do I feel like I'm living with like vitality, you know, like, um, and, you know, I remember, um, I went through this experience a few years ago. Um, I was dealing with really severe anemia. I just could not get over my anemia. I just couldn't figure it out. And I um, started reading Dr. Ben Lynch's book, Dirty Genes, which is all about SNPs and, uh, you know, sort of uh, methylation issues and mitochondrial and, you know, other things and, um, and learning about MTHFR and going into this doctor that I was having to get these iron infusions through, which I wasn't thrilled about to begin with. Um, and, but I was just so dangerously anemic, right. And going in and I asked him to touch, test me for MTHFR. <laughs> and he just looked at me cross-eyed. He didn't even know what I was talking about. And then I found I had, I did have active like MTHFR like happening and I did all this research. I brought case studies from PubMed and like, I was like all in. I bought him a copy of Dirty Jeans. Like, <laughs> That's the- awesome. I was like, this is really big. And it has to do a lot with like anemia and even connects back to thyroid disease and lots, lots of other things. And, and he looked at me and he was just like, not even interested. And I pulled an IV out of my arm and I was like, you're fired. Wow. And I walked out and I was like, I'm not doing this. And when I started taking methylated B vitamins, guess what? I'm not anemic anymore. And it was like the the tiniest little tweak, you know? And I mean, I don't recommend that everybody does that. I'm a little bit. You're a little um, outspoken. Perhaps not everyone is going to go to that distance, but firing a doctor, 100%. We forget that they work for us. Not, you're not beholden to this doctor and what they're saying. So yeah, well done. 
<laughs> well, well done. It, it's so hard to put together the pieces. I, I know for myself, oh gosh, through the years, um, I only, I think, started to really figure out like what's up with me in the past handful of years. But it comes in dribs and drabs. You find a practitioner, maybe they don't have like the entire answer, but they have something for you. And you take that nugget and then you find a book and it has something for you. And that has sort of been my winding road for the past 20 years. But what I love now is that there are so many more functional practitioners who are asking the bigger questions and not just looking at the symptoms and not just trying to help you lose weight, but saying, what's really going on here? There's so much more of that happening now. It gives me gives me a lot of hope that women can follow a path that is, first of all, not quite as winding and, and get to a place where they're feeling better much, much faster. Well, I think one of the most, you know, pertinent things that I learned um, as a student is that also oftentimes with um, adipose tissue, body fat, um, that your body's protecting itself, that your body will hold on, right, to body fat when it's feeling like it's, you know, in some kind of state of attack. It doesn't like something that's happening, whether that's food intolerances or lack of nutrients, or maybe it's something environmental or other, right? And so it's like, the body's so smart, um, you know, and it's just, you know, when something's not working, it's like, and this is where functional medicine really shines is like, when something's not working, the body is in a state of dis-ease or, you know, sort of like irritation. And, um, and that's when the body's, you know, giving you signals that's sig- signaling you saying, hey, something ain't right. Let's fix it, you know, and, um, you know, I'm always amazed, like how much it's like, even sometimes just going to like the most simple things, right? Like cutting out gluten, dairy, and just eating more vegetables or good, healthy fats, um, you know, can take people so far. And it's like, you don't have to have a functional medicine practitioner or somebody necessarily to do those things, depending on, you know, and it's like, it's always great to have support and coaches and, you know, all this stuff. But also it's like, sometimes it's just like the simplest steps. And, um, you know, I know it's definitely early in my healing journey. It was like, I couldn't afford to have, you know, coaches and things like that. Um, or like $4,000 worth of supplements. Yeah. $2,000 worth of tests. And GI can get really <laughs> out of hand. I agree with you. The yeah. basics will get most people at you know, at minimum 50% of the way there and sometimes like 90% of the way there. But these are the things that we overlook, right? Get a full night's sleep. What? But yeah, sure, I'll buy all these supplements because that, that's easy and that's fast and that's the culture that we live in. But actually have rest and relaxation baked into our weeks, actually cook a food <laughs> and say no to the takeout. It's that is groundbreaking stuff. And that is the most powerful tool that we have, but it's not fancy and it can't be sold for this huge upcharge. You know, it's just people love to push the potions and the pills and the powders and the shakes because there's money to be made there. And there's so much advertising to be done around it. It's really so boring when you get down to it, Cheryl. I've often joked that like I could never write a book because nobody would buy my book because I'm not willing to be like, you know, like the five perfect ways, steps to take to heal your body in five minutes, you know, some sort of extravagant title. (laughs) My book would be like everything in moderation and it would sell zero copies, but it's like, that's the thing. 
everything in moderation will get you so far. See, that's so funny. I sit around and I think of like titles for things, little riffs and like things that I would talk about, whether it's a book or keynote speeches or like, <laughs> like, like the fungus among us. And, you know, like, <laughs> that's great. I was cutting, I, I got all these uh, strawberries, a few flats of strawberries last weekend from a local farm. And I was, you know, peeling out the stems of strawberries and washing them and laying them out on all these trays to freeze them and can them and make jam and do all this stuff. And I was just like, strawberries are sexy. Like I just started, you know, like, I don't know, like, you know, I started getting in all these little head spaces where I'm constantly. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you gotta be able, you gotta make, gotta make it sexy. Nobody likes to talk about the boring stuff. This is the truth. Um, you know what? I was just had a little like thought in my head from what you said earlier, and I wanted to re- remember and bring it back. You, you were talking about, you know, we we're talking about the root cause. We were talking about, you know, it's not just the obvious thing that's wrong. Now, when since we're talking about the thyroids today, <laughs> when you hear people talking about thyroid stuff, isn't it interesting how very little thyroid problems are really thyroid problems, and so many thyroid problems are really adrenal problems are really uh, immune system problems which are really got problems, problems. <laughs> <laughs> hey it all comes back to the fungus among us yeah. fungus. <laughs> um i know right it's you know it's so funny it's funny you bring it up i'm actually teaching a gut health class tonight um and online and um you know this is like one of the things we talk about like the interconnectedness like everything is connected it is um, harmonious, it's smart, you know, it's just like, just like our microbes and our bacteria, um, are smart, you know, it's like fermentation and, and, you know, it's so cool and the microbiome, but, um, yes, that, um, you know, it's like, what is the quote? Like, oh, I can't remember the actual quote now, ha. but you know, it's like that 80% of our, um, you know, immune system is in our digestive tract. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny to me because if you just ask any average person, not like nerdy people like us, but any average person, if they think that their gut is compromised at all or they have any issues with gut health, because some mainstream folks have been starting to hear this term tossed around. And I find that like nine times out of 10, they're like, oh, no, I don't have any problem with that. Like zero, like there's zero awareness. And I'm like, really? Because you got this issue and you got that issue, this other issue. They're like, yeah, but my. I'm fine. You know, maybe because they have a good poop every day, they think digestion's great. Therefore what's going on down there is all good. (laughs) It's like, okay, you know, I don't want to get in an argument, but (laughs) on the other hand, like, like, wow, there's such little, there's such little understanding of this, which makes it so hard to talk about like one individual symptom or problem or diagnosis, because you can't just fix your thyroid. You got to fix the whole person, the whole the whole being, not even just the physical, right. But the whole being. No, absolutely. I mean, I think too, it's like, you know, it's sometimes it's, um, it's the simplest things where it's like chewing your food. <laughs> like, did you thoroughly chew your food? Did you chew it to applesauce? You know, like, did you sit down and eat? Were you eating at your desk while you were in a zoom meeting? Did you <laughs> like, what, you know, like, what are you doing? And it's like, um, you know, even in my gut health class, it's like coming back to so many of those basics where, you know, and we talk about poop in this class and it's the, my favorite part of the class is like by slide three, it's like, (laughs) all right, poop, we're going there guys. Let's talk about it. And you could see 
like the blood drain out of people's faces and like, you know, and it's like, if you're not pooping every day, something, something's not right. If you have chunks of food and yeah. your bowels, like, yeah, let's talk about poop. Let's, let's really talk about poop. I know I tell all my clients, I'm like, I talk about this all day long. Not to mention, I have a couple little boys. I mean, it's just poop, poop all over the place over here. It's fine. You know, there's no reason to be embarrassed. So like, let's get down to it. Talk about consistency, you know, and it's, it's funny because these are things that we just do not talk about. And definitely, I feel, especially as women, the thought of like admitting that you might have had a bowel movement. Oh my God. Oh, good Lord. Don't, don't, don't. You're not allowed to, not allowed to do that. It's not clean. It's not ladylike. Wow. That's not the case in this house. <laughs> it's like you dropped a, a great one and it's like, babe, come here. You know, like, checking it out. Like, wow, look at that perfect. Sound curve. <laughs> when something's really funky, it's like, woo. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no, I mean, I granted I did meet my wife talking about uh, fecal transplants. So, so you guys might be on a slightly different trajectory than most people are. But I, I really try to encourage women to own this part of their body. And it means turning around. You don't always have to invite your partner into the bathroom, but you yourself turn around and take a look. This is one of the best measurements we have of how our system is working. You know, there's no output. You know, we don't get like a little receipt at the end of the day that says like, oh, you're low in magnesium and you're having trouble with this, that, or the other thing. Like, this is it. This is how we can take our temperature, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, it tells us a lot, right? I always have to prepare my clients. Like if we, you know, order like a stool test, like a GI mapping test or a GI effects test and, you know, effects test. And I'm always like, okay, so, you know, this is going to be like poop in a banana boat and your French fry container, whatever it is. And like, you know, it's going to be an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like prepare, you know, prepare people for like, this is a little bit of a project, but It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Oh, my goodness. Because what if we could? What if we could get to that root cause, right? How many different issues do you see your clients resolve when you are addressing all of those basics? When now we're pooping every day, when now we're eating the vegetables and the ferments, you know, like the thyroid stuff gets better. But like, don't you see like 100 other things get better? Oh yeah. I mean, rapid relief. I recently, um, actually my father-in-law is, um, going through, um, cancer treatment and he's sort of come around to, um, not just functional medicine, but just like food is medicine. He's starting to kind of like, be like, Oh, I don't need all of these medicines. And, you know, like, but he was like, not going to the bathroom for six or seven days at a time. I know. And I was like, can we just try this my way? (laughs) I was like, I'm going to get you pooping, you know? And he was like, okay. And within two days, I had that man going to the bathroom every other, every other day. And I think it'll go down to every day once the rest of his medicines sort of end. But he like got up the next day or two days later, got up, came downstairs and he's like, do you see this Miralax? I was like, I do. And he's like, it's going in the trash. And I was like, (laughs) you know, but it's like rapid relief. Like people, you know what I mean? Like you have to, you know, the thing, one of the big things I've learned in functional medicine school is like, you have to bring people who 
whether that's acid reflux or constipation or, you know, even sleep, certain things. It's like, if you can bring them just some basic rapid relief quickly, like that's rapid, you know, then like they're more likely to want to go forward and take care and, you know, some of those longer term, like, you know, achievements, those things that they want to, you want to get to. It's like, there's no magic bullet. It's like, it's, it's rewiring essentially. Um, my friend was asking me the other day, she was like, what are you doing? I was like, basically it was like, it's like, you know, when you jam your iPod headphones, like in your pocket and they get all tangled up and then you're standing there, like trying to untangle them for like five minutes. And you're like, why did I put those in my pocket? You know, like you're having, (laughs) yep, I know Like somebody took 20 iPod you know, headsets and shove them in your pocket and you're just sitting there helping to untangle them. And I was like, that is the body that is disease, right? That's a great metaphor. I mean, I think I was just doing that before we got on today to get my headphones in my, my ears. They have an amazing way of tangling. Yeah. There's so much of that. Um, I, I just am always so thrilled when someone gets relief, not only for the thing that they were looking to get relief from, but other things they'll say things like, you know what? My ears aren't itchy. And I'm like, well, oh, were your ears itchy before? I don't think you had mentioned that, nor had I asked, I suppose, if your ears were itchy. Oh yeah, my ears are always itchy, but not anymore. And it, it's just like, you don't realize sometimes how out of balance you are and the symptoms you're experiencing because that's what normal is. Normal for that person, I remember this client, like was having itchy ears. And once we took the gluten out of her diet, like there which you do for many reasons, the ears, the ear thing went away. And I'm like, wow, talk about relief. Like itchy ears all the time sounds really, really annoying. Yeah. My joints hurt. I had somebody recently and they're like, my joints, they're just killing me. And I was like, could you just maybe just cut gluten, you know, for like six weeks, just six weeks, just, just cut it completely. See how, and within like two weeks, the person was just like, my joints don't hurt anymore. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's fun. I've been watching Outlander. Have you watched it? I have not. Oh, I love it. Cause she's a healer, which is really, she's a nurse from 1945, but she goes back, you know, hundreds of years. And in their world, she's a witch, you know, and she knows how to use plant medicine and she knows how to know that, you know, this person has been poisoned and not, possessed by the devil and things like that but it's really cool to see her using what she knows like in their time period and sometimes I I feel like that because we're we're using methods we're thinking about healing in a very different way from how like medicine goes in 2021 and almost like we've you know traveled through time or something Thing, but to be able to have these um, amazing results and have clients go like how, how, why didn't my doctor ever tell me this is a very common refrain. Oh, it is. Isn't it? And I'm like, I'm sorry. He was like, why do they keep giving me so much medicine? I was like, they don't know any better. (laughs) I was like, that's what they've been trained to do, you know? And I was like, no. And so we had a bigger conversation and what that looks like. I do have a question for you though. Yes. Separate from this. What is some of your favorite plant medicine for thyroid support. I always love picking people's brains. 
Oh, that's a really good question. Um, oh, what do I do? I usually like the way that the women that I work with, right? Like, like there's so many different people who might have Hashimoto's or have a thyroid issue going on. And yes, like I know that we're dealing with thyroid issues oftentimes in my practice, but the women I work with are usually more so dealing with that type A drive that, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing enough until I have passed out face down on the floor kind of personality. So I really like things like kava kava, you know, different herbs that are more about bringing calm, helping sleep. You know, the, this is what I'm typically thinking about with my women because I'm like, we're not going to get anywhere until you're getting enough rest. We're not going to get anywhere until you have calmed the, mm, down. <laughs> and, and And that like, that's sort of like the energy I'm always going for with everybody. So I guess that's where my head went when you answered, asked that question. What about for you? I'm a huge Nettles fan for just sort of all the things from all the things. to thyroid to adrenals. Um, I mean, I have a Nettles tattoo on my back. I, <laughs> yeah, they like my, my favorite. Um, yeah, nettles for sure. Rhodiola makes me nuts. I don't, so I don't rhodiola myself. Ashwagandha is kind of nice sometimes. Yes, we do ashwagandha. Um, I've been doing something new. Maybe you've heard about this. Maybe you have not. Um, I've been doing mouth taping. Tell me more about that. Um, there's this um, man named Peter McKe- uh, Patrick McKeon, and he runs something called Oxygen Advantage. And I started coming upon studies and information and different things about um, people with sleep apnea, but snoring. I have neither of those things per se, but um, uh, people who have Hashimoto's and autoimmune in particular, but in particular Hashimoto's who are taping their mouth shut at night Mm. to retrain them to become nasal breathers Mm. therefore they're getting out of that sympathetic state that fight and flight tiger in the jungle sort of thing and it's putting them into a parasympathetic state which is really our bodies regenerate and heal as we sleep it's how they pro you know it's when we process our toxins and all kinds of stuff um but by taping your mouth at night and learning to become a proper nose breather you go into a proper parasympathetic state which means your body is actually getting real rest um, it's amazing. I'm just finished my 28th day and I have never slept. I mean, I've always been a, a sleeper, but I have never slept so good. I don't wake up in the middle of the night, maybe once I run an occasion to like go to the bathroom, but like I used to wake up two, three times a night. My wife's knee would be in my ribs, like whatever it was. I have slept like a champion. That sounds pretty cool. You'll have to do some, or maybe you have like some YouTube video about the mouth taping itself. I'm I'm picturing something very like Hannibal Lecter. I don't know. No, you know. And I started what I did was I because I had to go over like the fear of like I might die because <laughs> I was such a nose like a mouth breather, which mm-hmm. was and I kind of did it. Um, but it started it. But um, I did a nap just because I was like great. My partner's like rolling through the house. It'll be great. Um, you know, make sure I'm not dead. And then I, you know, moved. I mean, I had, I had gotten sick. I had like a little respiratory thing. I mouth taped through the entire thing, which seems counterintuitive. No, 
It was amazing. I could actually breathe through my nose and you can go through different breathing exercises. But um, now I've started lightly taping when I go to the gym and work out. Not hard workouts, but if I'm doing like weights or even like some moderate light yoga to help train me because I'm so used to like, you know, Mm -hmm. like in the mouth. And um, so I've been doing like a little bit just to help me re I'm retraining my body to breathe as I should. Um, and you know, this is probably the first time in my adult life that I remember like waking up and feeling like refreshed. That's a really cool thing. I mean, breathing in general is something that I feel like we all need to be taught how to do, which is insane and not something I ever would have thought when I started my own healing journey that there was something wrong with how I was breathing. Are you kidding me? I would have laughed at that all day long. But to learn how to breathe, yes, how many people are just barely taking an oxygen up here at the top of their lungs and mostly through their mouth. Yeah. Under we're we're in a constant state of panic. We don't even need we don't even need a pandemic to panic us. We just do it to ourselves. Isn't that crazy? It's like like, of course, of course, everybody's thyroid is tanking. I mean, yeah, like real talk. It took me 10 months to get blood work since the beginning of the pandemic until like 10 months. Wow. I, I couldn't believe it. But, um, you know, I moved to Virginia um, recently. And so when I moved, I went on my journey to find a new GP who was also more functional medicine, which is, you know, it's hard. You have to navigate. And, you know, in New York, I was... Lucky I had an open-minded um, GP who at least was willing to work with my functional medicine practitioner. And, you know, when her first thing, she was like, I'm open to learning. I love this. And I was like, who are you? Like, mm, very wow. nice. So, yeah. Those are the kind of doctors to look for, guys. Find people who are open-minded, who are willing to learn and um, consider, like, other kinds of sources of medicine and other things, just as a side note. Um, but, you know, I moved here. and. I pretty quickly figured out like, okay, I found the right person, but actually, um, so my doctor, um, Dr. Leland Stillman, he was the one who was like, you should start taping your mouth. And I've been hearing about it and I read about some studies and I was like, and then he, it was just kind of like the confirmation. And he was like, I want you to do this for three months and we're going to retest you. I'm like, see where you're at. So I got two more months of taping my face shut at night. (laughs) I'm sure there's some people that wish I would tape my face shut other times of the day or other, (laughs) namely my ex-husband. But my goodness, that's hilarious. You always have such interesting things to bring into the conversation about health and wellness. It's like you're always right there hearing about the newest, weirdest, coolest stuff. So I always love talking to you about it. You know, I am a curious person and I'm a maker in the first half of my life. And, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm always, you know, I was the kid who always like asked too many questions. Every report card was like, talks too much. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Every single report card. Good for Um, you. Keep talking. Don't tape that mouth any other time than when you're asleep because we need it. We need voices. We need this to be spread. We need people asking the hard questions and yanking the IV out of their arm, right? Like, this is, I, I feel like this is how we take back our power. Otherwise, we're just a bunch of sheep. We're just being herded through this drive-in Starbucks to that drive-in Starbucks and that pharmaceutical company. And, you know, 
following this path that's being laid out for us by big money. Yeah. Well, our stories are so different, right? And I think, and I think that's, you know, part of, you know, healing and being your truthful self, you know, living your truth, which is also like speaking your truth is part of also like thyroid and thyroid health, right? Like that voice that, you know, living your, you know, true self, right? And it's like, you know, we all have something amazing to learn. And like all of us, our stories are, are different, but that's the beauty of it, you know, and we're all unique and special and magical. And, um, you know, my role in the world is different than your role in the world and the next person's role in the world. And I think um, that's what makes us so cool, right? It's like, if we can just embrace, um, embrace that becoming who we are. What is that? Isn't that a Picasso quote or something like uh, the purpose of life and the figuring out who you are and the something else of life is learning how to share it. There's some great meme or quote that goes around like that. It always hits me right in the gut because it's like, yes, like that's what gets you excited to get out of bed in the morning when you're living that kind of life, which you can't do when your head is full of socks. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, even, you know, it's for, you know, I think about it. I'm like, you know, I started Contraband Ferments, which is my fermentation company in New York, um, out of kind of on accident on my healing journey before fermentation was a buzzword. And, you know, I started making too much. I was giving to friends. Next thing I knew I was selling to friends. Next thing I knew I was starting this mafia style fermentation CSA in Brooklyn out of a coffee shop and then a refrigerator chained up in an alley in Brooklyn. And you got the code and you put in your money in the jar and then you whatever. And then it's like, you know, but that has led me to functional medicine, you know, where it was like in, you know, health coaching. Um, but realizing like I was teaching workshops and all these people were coming to me and I was spending 30 minutes to an hour after every workshop talking to people about their gut problems or like their inability to find practitioners. They're in, you know, like all these different things. And it just reminds me of like the hypocrisies uh, quote, which is like the greatest medicine of all is teaching people how to not need it. Mm. You know, and that we, we, we have this amazing um, ability to choose. That's a thing. I know. I rarely actually go to a doctor, but when I do or when I'm asked, like, what medications are you on? And I just draw a line you know, through that section. <laughs> they're like, really? None? Especially now that I'm over 40. Really? You don't take anything? I'm like, I take some supplements. No, I'm not on any pharmaceuticals. And I don't even remember the last time that I was. <sighs> And they're like, wow. (laughs) I know. And it's like, and, you know, and no judgment to anybody who is on pharmaceuticals. They serve purpose. They They certainly do. They certainly do. But it's like the norm versus like, here's something we have to do for a period of time. Or here's something we have to do in this very extreme case. And one leads to the next, which leads to the next. Most of my clients come to me and they're on two, three, four different prescriptions which may include Synthroid for their thyroid, but yet the inflammation is still raging on in their body. The anxiety and the depression is still going to be there. So they're on the Wellbutrin. You know, they're having trouble with sleep. So they're taking a sleep aid. It's ridiculous how many different things could be solved. Life just gets so much more simple. Really, when when you stop looking at those individual top level symptoms and you do get down to that root cause, that's... 
Anyway, I'm preaching to the choir here. I know you know this. <laughs> well, it's the big S, which is something that you've been you know, you've been talking about a little bit, which is stress. Like, you know, it's like that constant, the tiger in the jungle, right? And it's never just one thing. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's not just for me, it's for everybody else. And for those of you, um, you know, who are questioning is your, you know, thyroid janky, is something happening? Is it, you know, it's that, um, you know, it's not that it's broken. It's just not getting what it needs. And so like, how do you, how do we um, sort of shift in that journey? So I have a question for you too, because, you know, you've been coaching much longer than I have and, you know, you're a wealth of knowledge, but also you train other practitioners, you know, like you help them in their practices um, and other things. And so I'm just sort of curious, like, what are your thoughts and how would you, um, like, what are your thoughts on, you know, how to navigate the system, whether, you know, it's like, unfortunately, health insurance is a thing and for better and for worse. And, um, you know, oftentimes, you know, coaches and um, functional medicine and, you know, other kinds of alternative medicines are not covered by those things. Um, You know, what are your, how do you encourage people who maybe are living in food, food desert neighborhoods and they maybe don't have as access to organic or, you know, have problems with their insurance, won't cover something. Like, what are your thoughts on all that? I would love to. Yeah, well, that's a big question. I mean, I think for all people, first of all, just finding the right, like we mentioned, the right practitioners and the right sources of information is a challenge. Like there's no one website that you can go to to find all the holistic practitioners that you need and are reputable and trustworthy. And, you know, there's none of that. So uh, just starting with that part, I always tell people, if you can find one person that you resonate with, you know, it might, it might be your massage therapist, or, you know, whatever. They usually will have one or two of their own magic makers in their community and let them connect you to the next person, even if it's not exactly what you need, um, that because they might lead you to the next. And, and this is kind of the way that you find like the path. Now, if, if it's not that you're, you know, if you're not able to shell out the money to see all of these practitioners, I think the same thing goes with just like consuming all of the free content that is readily available, like this podcast, for example, or podcasts in general. What you'll find is you find one show that really offers you a lot, and then you'll see, okay, they interviewed so and so. Well, let me check out that person's website and podcast and free resources. And same thing, like one really good source of information is going to lead you to the next. And I think like, to the best of my knowledge, that's the way to find where you need to go. It's like one part logic, of course, because like, if you like this person, and they like that person, you'll probably like that other source as well. But it's one part like letting the universe lead you and and sort of an energetic um, way of going about it where you're, if you are open, you're going to find what you need. I wish I do wish there was one central depot for just all the practitioners that we need doing the right thing. And somehow it was all um, on the up and up and affordable and all of this kind of thing. But until we get there, um, I believe strongly that when you have your eyes open and you're asking questions, you'll be led where you need to go. 
Yeah. I mean, when I started my healing journey, I was dirt poor. My grocery bill was $32 a week. I had been a vegetarian for 15 years and I was going to have to start eating meat. And I was like, if I'm going to eat meat, I'm going to eat the most ethical meat I could possibly buy. But that'll drive up your bill real fast. Yeah, it does. Um, But, and, you know, I did exactly kind of what you're talking about. You know, if there, I just started following people and then it would lead me to other people. And it was like, if there was a free resource, I signed up for it. Speaking of free resource, because I know we have to wrap up in just a minute here. Um, I do have a free resource for your listeners who are thinking, huh, like, is it a thyroid thing? I don't really know. I don't want to go through this hassle with my doctors. Um, If you go to she's got power.com slash thyroid, I have something called my maybe it's your thyroid solution kit. And it's going to help you have that conversation in a much more effective way with your doctor, get the right lab test done. It's going to put you about four years ahead of everybody who would just go to the doctor and go, I don't feel right. It's going to help you be much more uh, assertive in that conversation. So that's it. She's got power.com slash thyroid. That is amazing. So go check out that resource. We'll definitely be putting it also in our show notes. Um, And Michelle, before we finish up today, I have one last question for you, which is what are some things that you do to bring vitamin J into your daily life, AKA vitamin joy? This is such a difficult question, but I, not for me, but when I ask this question, I get blank stares. So thank you for asking. One of the biggest things that I do for joy to actually cultivate joy in my life is dance. And I'm grateful for the pandemic because I had not really danced in a long time. And with uh, everybody moving classes on to Zoom, it was something I was able to access again much more readily and started dancing. Actually, my dance teacher is um, one of the cast members of Hamilton on Disney Plus. And she's amazing and has been such a deep well of relief and inspiration and joy. So that is my vitamin J. Yes, I love that. And it's like vibing, like, I feel like it's something we don't talk about enough, right? Like, no, what's joy? I just have to work, right? That's most people's story. I say vitamin J and people are like, oh, let me look for that on like supplements. I you're not gonna find that <laughs> not gonna find that one can't buy it can't buy it at the store <laughs> thank you for asking that and thank you so much for having me today thank you so much for coming and um we will pa- post everything again in the show notes and we're so excited to have you michelle leota um and thank you so much i'll talk to you soon cheryl You have just finished another episode of Peeling the Onion podcast. Music is by Greg Dijazu. You can also stay in touch with us over Instagram at Peeling the Onion Podcast and on our website at PeelingTheOnionPodcast.com. We would love to receive your feedback on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Peeling back the onion. <laughs>